Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been bad with betting these games in the playoffs. Had a good year of picking games, bad with betting the games in the playoffs. So maybe I'm just a donkey when I see this. But I am shocked, shocked that the 49ers this morning remain a favorite in this game. I really thought once it went from two and a half to one and a half down to one, it would swing with the Chiefs. It hasn't. The Niners are hanging on. And that, to me, seems crazy and is going to incite Patrick Mahomes even more. If I'm the Niners, I'm saying, make that the favorites, for God's sakes, because he was an underdog against the Bills. He beat them. He was an underdog against the Ravens. He beat them. Now he's an underdog against us. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, he's in the midst of a, a great run. You know, it reminds me a little bit of the Giants run in 2007, although this is Patrick Mahomes, and they did win their division, and they did have the number three seed, and we all expected them to win that division and make it back to the playoffs. Well, yeah, and the Giants hadn't won anything with that group at that point either, where the Chiefs have two Super Bowls on their resume right, already. But, but they were underdogs all the way. Yes. And the underdog thing is, is a real thing for the players and for the coaches and for motivate them, uh, motivation. I don't care if it's seven and a half points or one point. Every team, every coach, everybody's always looking for a an edge. And so Andy Reid will use this as an edge. And just as you just put it, like if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're like, what? I'm an underdog? Come on. I mean, this team almost lost to the Lions. They were getting blown out by the Lions. They didn't look all that good against the Packers. And I understand the second half against the Ravens, the Chiefs offense didn't do anything. And the Ravens had a couple of big turnovers. But still... I mean, he's probably like, I beat this team already and this coach already in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I just took out Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Now I have Brock Purdy and the 49ers, whose defense doesn't even look all that good. I'm going back to the Super Bowl. I got Super Bowl MVPs. I got rings. That group's got nothing. And I'm the underdog again? <laughs> yes. It's probably going to work out in his favor, though. I really do yeah. think that that, as long as it stays that way, that chip on his shoulder just grows. I don't, I don't necessarily know that he wakes up this morning feeling that way, but the closer they get to the game yeah. and it stays like this, then then they'll really have that discussion. And then because of all the meatheads on TV and radio and guys like us talking yeah. about it, it will incense them. And then their own people in their own city, their own radio stations, all the chief fans, all the blog sites, the oh, Reddit yeah. sites, all of that stuff, the Facebook sites. Oh, they're getting all fired they up with this too. They will just absolutely just perpetuate this whole thing. And it's going to be like, you know, this motivating factor within the chief's kingdom. That's right. That, that's what it's going to be. I don't know if you heard the final call for Chiefs radio of the AFC Championship game with that Mitch Holtis, who's the play-by-play guy. And he goes, you might not like the Chiefs. You might be tired of the Chiefs. 
but you have to deal with the Chiefs. So now they've gone full villain, well, you know even what? up to the radio booth. Do you remember when we were tellers last week mm-hmm. and you asked Coach Cower about Patrick Mahomes and, and Andy Reid and about how in his mind that they were the villain? Yeah. Because they've been so successful and people are tired of Taylor and, and Travis and everybody else mm-hmm. and this whole m- misery thing. And there was that thing going around on Instagram where everybody's saying this is the man that can save us from the Taylor Swift issues. And that was Lamar Jackson. That's right. That yep, stuff. yep, yep. So, you know, Coach Cowher was right. I mean, there is something about being the villain, about being, you know, the the team that everybody's sick of, and you just want to keep winning. This is like Patriot-esque when they were doing their thing. So I heard this on the warm-up show this morning between Al and and Jerry, and it it made me think, because it was a topic, and I don't know if Jerry's going to end up playing this or not, because he was like, I don't know if I'm going to play the audio or this or not, but it was a fight between sports fight, podcast fight, argument, whatever, not a real fight fight, between... Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp on their podcast that we love to listen to so much. So I believe it was Ocho Cinco was saying that Beyonce would cause as much of an uproar in the NFL if she were dating. You know, obviously we know she's married to Jay-Z, the whole thing. But if she was dating an NFL player as Taylor Swift would. And Shannon Sharp is saying absolutely not. Taylor Swift would be a bigger deal than Beyonce. And they're going back and forth. Now, it's not a fair fight at this point between Beyonce and Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift is at her career arc. She is at her zenith right now. She is the the undisputed queen of music at this point. Sells out $100,000 stadiums. 100,000 seat stadiums in like minutes. We all know this. So right now, Taylor Swift has the edge. However, I do agree with Chad Johnson that Beyonce at her career arc where she was at the top and she was the one that everybody was talking about. Certainly, if she started dating anybody in the NFL at that point, especially if it was a star like Travis Kelsey is a star, that the cameras would be on Beyonce just as much. All right, let's say I'm talking years ago now because Beyonce's had a different, you know. Let's say Dua Lipa is dating Patrick Mahomes. He's not married that they're dating. It wouldn't be as big as Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift is more popular, but the cameras would be on her. The cameras would be on her okay. and they show her. How about... How Listen, about, they showed Jake Browning's girlfriend 16 times in the booth because she was wearing a skin-tight outfit. You know what I'm saying? Like Because yeah, she was very sexy. Right, I mean, we... there's. Yes. There's a lot of family members that get shown. I mean, Tommy DeVito's family was probably on TV just as much as Taylor Swift. Remember all the Jordan Love, when Jordan Love made his first start in Kansas City and they put the, his mom up in the last seat at Arrowhead? Yes, yes. They, the camera was on her the entire time. Right. Uh, I think the argument was, coming out of Baltimore, that they weren't showing any family members from Baltimore, but they were showing Taylor Swift. And why were they showing Taylor Swift as opposed to showing some family members from Baltimore? Now, did you see the lip reading that was caught when the camera got on Taylor Swift and she was looking up at the monitor? Did you see this? I did not. So she's looking up at the monitor. Okay. And the camera's on her, so she sees it. And she says, while looking at herself, go away, please. Clear as day. I feel bad for her. Go away, please. I mean, as... as, uh extremely popular as she is she basically has no private life whatsoever 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to play something for you. You tell me what this reminds you of. Go ahead, Eddie. Carlos Beltran caught looking. What does yeah, that remind uh, you of? 2006, Game 7, NLCS. All right, so now you got to bear with Adam me Adam Wainwright. Evan Roberts does the Rico Bronya podcast, as we know. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a long setup because to pay off at the end, you'll see why. Uh, his new show is basically remembering bad experiences. So I'm going to play this for you. This just came out about a half hour ago. All right. This is the Evan Roberts Rico Bronya podcast. His guest is Adam Wainwright. It's the beginning of a brand new series, the Killer Series, where we talk to people throughout Met history that killed us, that gave us great suffering. And I think this is the right guy to open this series up with. A man who, with one pitch, and it was really more than one pitch, caused us great pain and anguish and has really sent us as Met fans into a long period of despair. Mm. So, before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, on behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What? He was actually there? He was there? Yes. So I think, you know, actually, I give Evan a lot of credit here. I give Evan a lot of credit. It's a really unique way of doing this. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully the guys on the other end, like Adam Wainwright, have a good sense of humor. He was surprised. And, and they have to know why they're coming on, right? He did. Can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> what? And by the way, not bleeped. That is crazy. I beat yeah, as well, of course. Yes. He looked, he was like, Wow. Okay, that's a little strong. <laughs> oh and then goodness. to get back at Evan, and he he was on with him for like forty minutes. He took the camera and showed them celebrating the two thousand six World Series championship. Yeah. But but the point being is, I, I love that Evan did this. <laughs> this is actually you got to give him credit. I did. I thought it was pretty. I was I blown he, away. I wonder if he told him ahead of time. I'm going to do that. Do you think he did that? Like, hey, Adam, just so you know, ahead of time, I'm well, go f yourself. I watched the first ten minutes of it. I will tell you that. He was very aware of what the segment was going to be about. He knew he was yeah. going to take some heat, yeah, but so I don't think he expected Evan to yell at him. When does you he go f- yourself? <laughs> when does he have Chipper Jones on? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll reach out to Chipper Jones. Uh, when does he have? Um, oh God, the second baseman for the Phillies and then the, uh, the Dodgers. Oh, um, uh, Utley. Chase Utley. Chase yeah. Utley. Yeah. When, when does he have I'm him sh- on? I'm sure he will I try mean, to. These are like Mike Sosha. Yeah, Mike Sosha. I, mean, I love the fact that he's doing that. That's interesting. A great idea. That is one hundred percent that idea. I'm going to do a podcast about the worst times in my life, and my first guests are going to be Joe and Evan because producing <laughs> for them was hell. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. Yeah, go after yourself. Yourself. <laughs> wow, it's good for so, Evan. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Kind of stepping out a little bit there from his normal on-air persona. I mean, he actually said, "Go f yourself." Yes. for a major league baseball player. And I would tell you on the break to watch it. It's in the beginning, obviously, the first forty seconds. Watch the face. He looks angry. Well, that's the like idea. He gave it. Yeah, but you know, Evan, know. he is. Think about all those podcasts you could do for the Nets. Oh my God, go for on uh, ever. 
on it. Well, but nobody would know. 